listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Hey Faith, I got a question. Yeah, what's your question? Who are our patrons to thank this week? Oh my gosh, we've got Becca, we've got Nora, Blaze. Becca, Nora, and Blaze. Thank you guys so much. You guys, thank you. Yeah, you're awesome. We really appreciate your support. Yeah. Hey, Faith, I got another question. Yeah, what's your question? It's actually a listener question. Don't yeah. give me a hard time for it being hers and not mine because I get to, okay? Okay. I get to. Understood. Her question. She's bossy sometimes, isn't she? Hi, Nora. Thanks for the question and the patronage. Right? Same, yeah, same, same Nora. Nora. All right, here is Nora's question. Quote, is there anything about being a cis male that you miss? Please don't misconstrue this as do you regret transitioning? That question would be rude, inconsiderate, and none of my business. And it's not a sociological question such as don't you wish women earned as much as men? I'm just talking about the day-to-day stuff where there's a generalized difference between the way women and men do things or the way they act. Nora Good question. Yeah, thank you. Really super good question. What do you think, Faith? So, gosh. Well, I've never been cis. Never been cis. Never been cis, but I did present male. You played on TV for most of your life. I did. I played a cis role for most of my life. And let's see. Is there anything about it that you miss? Like your paycheck wasn't cut. When you my paycheck has not been cut. Okay, good. It's hard. Um, it's when you say don't, don't misconstrue this as dear transitioning. Mm-hmm. Understood. I don't. I actually don't know how common detransitioning is. I, I would suspect that it's not very common mm-hmm. because once you've it's it's a, it's a big decision and you tend to think it through. Yeah, yeah. I think everyone has their moments of doubt where they're just like, oh, did I do the right thing? Mm-hmm. But then. And honestly, if there are any numbers out there on detransitioning, I would be very curious to know about how they define detransitioning because you yourself were on hormones for a while and then stopped and for a week, started again for a week. But I'm wondering Does if that someone is detransition, right? Like, let's say you're sort of trying to bias your study. I would definitely count that as detransitioning if I were someone trying to promote a narrative. Yes, that this is a common. Most people thing. who I think I believe that most people who are talking about detransitioning are generally trying to promote a narrative mm-hmm. that trans people are mentally ill, mentally ill, and um, aren't thinking things through and aren't really trans. They're just. Confused. They're just confused. And it goes without saying that that is not what we believe here. That is wildly inappropriate and offensive. And don't tweet at us. We were just talking about it, not endorsing it. No, I actually don't think that people detransition. It was actually like one guy, one guy. who was like one guy. pushing that mm-hmm. narrative. We're not even going to tell you his name or link to his site because he doesn't no. need the clicks. No, not at all. Stay away from his site. Don't Don't humor him. I'm confused about one thing as a trans person. Mm. Why people are jerks to us sometimes. (laughs) Anyway, getting on to Nora's question. So, yeah. So, your life is different now. People treat you different now. It's hard to actually... I'm going to overlap with, you know, like, don't you wish women earned as much as men? The sociological, the things like that. I'm going to overlap with that because I don't think it's possible to separate those two things. It's a little hard to suss out. I think it's... 
if there's one big thing, it's that since transitioning, I've become much more wary Hmm. about going outside, where I'm going, who I'm around. Personal safety. Personal safety. Okay. In a way that I never, ever worried about it when I was presenting mail. Never? Like even... Real, come on. You had to be aware okay. on some level. I've right? had, I, I do remember one situation where we were walking around somewhere in Chicago or it might have been DC or some, mm-hmm. it was some other big city. And I was like, it's weird because in New York City, where I've lived for 15, 16 years, mm-hmm. I kind of instinctively know what's a good neighborhood and what's a bad neighborhood mm-hmm. and where I feel comfortable. Mm hmm. And I'm presenting mail at this point. And you were like, yeah, that's what women feel like constantly. Of not being sure yes. if this was good or bad. Yes. Mm. About anywhere. And that's kind of how I feel. Um, even So like we were in a neighborhood and you were like, well, there's some nice houses, but there's also some graffiti. Like that kind of thing. Like you weren't yeah. sure if it was clear cut, safe place or, or exactly. place to be wary. Yeah. And so I definitely feel that as a woman now. You've got in that all alertness. Kinds of places. I've got that alertness. I tend to be much warier of people. Mm. If a crazy person comes on the subway, I was riding the subway all over. I had a bunch of errands today, but I was riding the subway and like every subway car I got on, there was like one edgy mm. kind of like not quite right guy would get mm. on the train and always sit right either next to me in one case or right across from me in another case. And it was just like, ugh, I'm very nervous now. And back in the day, presenting mail, you would be like, not thrilled, but not scared? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So I think that fear, healthy fear, maybe, mm, yeah. is something that's there every day and again i think most women feel that mm-hmm. do cis women feel that right totally. oh, yeah 100 percent. yeah, 100%. yeah guaranteed same, same thing about like you know just walking home at night or mm. being out or walking my dogs mm. you know it's so little mm. you yeah you gotta keep your antenna up yes definitely is that causing a significant amount of distress or it's just a new thing to be worried about it's just a new thing to okay. be worried about and as a presenting cis male, uh, again, I'm going to overlap with society a little bit here. Mm. Don't get mad at me, Nora. <laughs> cis men definitely are kind of the default in our culture. Sure. And if you're on, you know, if you go to a website and you comment, people are going to assume you're male. Mm-hmm. If you, if they don't see your face, you pick up a book and about how to do anything. That's probably not knitting. And it's going <laughs> to assume you're male, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. T-shirts. We talked about this on our non-binary mm-hmm. and our free feminize. T-shirts are our default male. They're t-shirts. cut for male, male Entertainment shape. is kind of default male. Everything defaults to men. Yeah. yeah. And you do kind of lose out on that. Again, I'm fine. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's plenty of awesome stuff out there that's that's not male-centric or totally. for men, and that's great. Is there anything with that, I guess, feeling excluded maybe a little bit? Is there anything about that that's sort of gratifying? Like well, it's sort of reassuring? It's affirming? Get to that in a second. Okay. But when it comes to space, still talking about okay, being space. outside. Yes. When it comes to space, it's assumed that space belongs to men. Right. And that is 
sidewalk space and subway cars and bank lines and people mm-hmm. don't wait in bank lines anymore, but, you know, bowling alleys or whatever, that it's assumed that men own that space, that men will behave how they choose to behave in that space. And, and women are allowed to be in that space at the grace of men. Yes, and cis men don't even think about what is appropriate or not. And I, I don't mean that, like, they're belching or farting or whatever. <laughs> I mean that in, like, they're not worried about how their behavior is going to come off. Yes. Not to say that they're being, like, openly rude. Some are. Mm-hmm. But that it's just their space. And they and, don't have to be concerned about whether they're following the rules enough to yeah. be allowed to be there. Or even, yeah, even in, in a sociological sense. I don't, there's probably a word for this, but... I'm unfamiliar with it. Mm. The idea that, like, the men are all relaxed and just kind of there. The women, I feel like, are kind of have more rules. And and these are, like, non-spoken rules in our society Mm -hmm. about how to behave Mm -hmm. that men don't. That men can just kind of be relaxed. They're not unspoken, but if you break one, oh, you will hear about it, honey. Yeah. Like what? If you take up too much room on the subway. Yes. If you're too loud in the opinion of any one particular Uh cis male. If you do anything or appear in a way that is at all outside what any one person thinks you should be doing, they will let you know. Definitely. Now, of course... There are good guys and bad guys. There are jerk women and cool women. This is not an exclusively guy thing, but there are a lot of rules that women must follow walking around on the street. And I wish we didn't, but we do. And it makes your life a lot easier. It's, I mean, you you mentioned something about dressing goth in a couple other episodes yeah. is that it's, it, it can repel people in a way. And it's designed to do that. It's designed to kind of self-other you exactly in a way the disapproval you get lets you know who you don't care about who you don't want approval from anyway yes so that kind of conscious for lack of a better term rule breaking comes with risks yes and it comes with greater risks for women than it does and that's that's something that i've noticed Mm mm-hmm Consciously or unconsciously, both, uh, probably, that I have to kind of think about consciously sometimes. I have to remember not to make eye contact. I have to remember that there's certain behaviors that are just acceptable. Mm -hmm. Keep your legs together, Mm -hmm. you know, things Mm -hmm. like that. And that are fairly easy, but it's... You still have have to be aware of it at all times. Yeah, Exactly. Let let the guy kind of... Men open doors for women, put on quite a show, but women are kind of expected to kind of get out of the way of guys a little bit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the thing about men opening doors for women, a lot of people who are bemoaning the loss of chivalry, like, you know, your grandma on Facebook, that was conditional. They they wouldn't open doors for poor women or slovenly women or women of the night. They opened doors for women who complied with the rules that they set oh, for okay. women. And that's why everyone talks about chivalry, but that doesn't necessarily extend to older women, overweight women, women of color, poor women. I like the idea of chivalry, but it was not granted to women universally. Okay. Yeah. 
Interesting. It was, it was a reward for following the rules. Yeah. So we we talked about uh, this in the surprising episode, mm-hmm. or things that surprised you about transition, but mm-hmm. like food choices. Another oh, yeah. another thing, like if I'm out with a bunch of girls and we order nachos and wings, you know, who doesn't love nachos and wings? Everyone loves nachos and I wings. I mean, vegetarians don't, but it's still like, like it's different if I'm going by myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. And ordering, like, if, I, if I'm if i just, like, going to a restaurant myself, got my book, happy to hang out and mm-hmm. just have lunch by myself, which I don't mind doing. I'm an introvert. Yeah. And I order, like, the double bacon cheeseburger. Like, yeah. it's weird. Like, it feels, it seems <laughs> odd because, again, that's kind of breaking one of those, like, unspoken rules. Mm-hmm. Like, a woman can, but it's, it's like, more or out of the ordinary. Mm-hmm. Same with, like, lunch at my office. At, you know, it's like, I got to be kind of, try to try to sometimes be conscious about it and mm-hmm. be like, okay, what are the other women in my office eating? What do they eat for lunch? It's so varied. That's it. They're not all eating salads. That's They're not. the funniest thing. When I think about this, when I've ordered in restaurants alone or when I see other women eating alone, some have salads and some have soup and some have pasta and some have burgers. I mean, it's it's not a thing, but it's still, like if I were to sit down in a restaurant alone and get myself a t-bone steak i'd feel very transgressive yeah that's the kind of thing it's yeah. it's sort of that it is a little bit of an unspoken rule mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and i think that all kind of ties in together to the idea that again guys are kind of the default mm-hmm. and they can be way more relaxed about these rules. Yeah. And again, I it's hard to it's hard to describe it because I don't know if these are conscious or unconscious or we're just so programmed. Either way, it doesn't from mean they're not by real. society to like but you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's a it's not like these are spoken rules, but we all know them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And obviously they were drilled into us at some point in our lives. We are socialized that way. And before you respond, we know guys have their own rules to follow, but they just don't seem as many and the consequences of breaking them just don't seem as drastic. No, I presented mail. Trust me, hmm. there really aren't that many. <laughs> it's it's very odd. It's, yeah, it's just this extra layer of, it's, it's like going from America. I don't know if Japan's this way anymore, but when I was taking communications class in college, <laughs> I did not major in communications. Mm-hmm. They talked about high context versus low context cultures. Mm-hmm. And America is supposed to be a low-context culture. You know, you just go up to your boss and be like, hi, Jeff, you're the boss. Whereas, like, in Japan, it's much more formalized. And again, that may have changed. That may not even be true. Um, What is high-context? Is there more structure? There's more structure, and there's more kind of these unstated, sort of underground little rules Mm -hmm. behind every social interaction. And I feel like transitioning is like from America to Japan. Mm. Like you go from like the chill to kind of the more rule having or or, okay. or where rules start to, those and rules is, impact your life more. And this is specifically female to, I'm sorry, male to female transition. Male to female, yeah. Because I wonder if any of our guys are listening, I would love to hear how it goes on the other way. Do you get to take up more space? Do you get to throw out all those rules? What are you guys thinking? Yeah, so I don't really... I don't really miss being a cis male at all, mm. really. Mm. I especially hate the hated the male social interaction. Oh, oh like I what? Hate male social interaction. Ugh, it's the worst. <laughs> In a social group, guys always have to kind of be playing king of the hill, so to speak, as mm. far as like attributes. Like they always have to be braggy. Like mm. I'm the best basketball player. I'm the best 
sex haver. <laughs> I'm the best at my job. I make the most money. Like, mm-hmm. there's this very, like, um, it's like King of the Hill. Like, you're always trying to outdo the other people. You're always trying to make yourself a little more important. You're always trying to put down other people. I've known some guys like that. I think they're the insecure guys. But I, they are, but it seems to be very... not all men. It seems course. to be very common. Like, yeah. that guys yeah. are always kind of... You know, rams knocking horns, so to speak. <laughs> I definitely don't miss that. Sure. There's tons of stuff about being a guy. I never felt right with guys as friends. I mean, I have guy friends, mm-hmm. but like, if you look at my, my guy to girlfriend ratio, it's like one guy for every 12 girls, yeah, I think, yeah, is my guy to girl skewed. ratio. Yeah. yeah. Most of them are queer in some way. I don't really. It's that, that whole male vibe. I don't really like that male energy is like just kind of like. I don't like it. I mm-hmm. love, you know, the female energy. I love being around women. I love mm-hmm. that kind of more nurturing, less competitive environment. It's nice. It is. It's so much. That is more <laughs> relaxing. That is much more relaxing. So I don't miss that about being a guy. Mm. I think I do miss, I do, I don't miss being a guy. I don't want to detransition. I don't regret transition at all. Mm-hmm. I love my life. I love being who I am. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's like those times when I'm just like at work or like walking down the street and I'm like, girl now. Yeah, girl. This is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. <laughs> but there are some things like, yeah, I wouldn't necessarily mind being able to eat what I want all the time and mm-hmm. not worry about being fat. I would love to watch TV shows and uh, not be like, oh my God, Kyler Lee, who plays Alex Danvers on the CW Supergirl is so skinny, and I wish I were that skinny. Mm. I, you know, things like that. Or mm. Melissa Benoist, who plays Supergirl, also very skinny. And I'm like, oh, I wish I was that skinny. And then I'll eat food, and then I'll feel guilty about eating my dinner or whatever. Mm. I don't love that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could be in a situation where I wasn't worried about that. I think society... It's weird. I've never really consciously set out to, like, look at fashion magazines mm-hmm. and... And sort of go, oh my gosh, I'm going to look at what society decides is pretty and model that. But it's so weird because Mm. it does somehow seep in. Yeah. And you pick that up and you can't escape it. Mm. And I wish that wasn't the case. I wish I didn't feel guilty after I ate a big lunch or something like that. (laughs) I mean, don't. Like, I mean, you and I know you know this and I know our listeners know this and it's almost silly to even say, but... There are rules that our culture and our society have made up for us, but deciding to follow them is up to you. Yes. There are rewards if you follow them, of course, but, you know, you have to decide if it's worth those rewards. And whatever you decide is your choice and right for your life, and that's fine 100%. But if any woman is listening now thinking, that doesn't sound quite right, great, great. You don't have to follow those rules. You don't have to follow any of these rules. They're stupid rules. But some people do like to do that. Some people like to watch their weight. Some people like to maintain a healthy weight. Or some people feel more comfortable being very vigilant on the subway or among strangers. Do what makes you happiest and keeps you safe and healthy. That's all that matters. Yeah. But I guess I, I, I get it. I get how it goes beyond women need to be healthy into women have to be skinny full stop yeah yeah and again if you see like actresses in real life you would be like i've seen a bunch of them and you, and you'll be like oh my god they're they are way too skinny <laughs> in real life 
on screen, somehow they look normal, but mm-hmm. if you see them in real life, you'd be like, oh my gosh. Eat a sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird, but that's... I mean, I think every woman... destructive. Every yeah. woman would benefit from a very healthy, very skeptical kind of reading the media class. Like, what, what are they... What are the messages they're trying to convey? What do women's magazines and women's TV shows and what what is all of this advertising and product that is directed at us? What are they That's, trying to I get? want that to be the next Me Too movement. Yes. I want actresses to band together in Hollywood and like every Oscar winning actress, every A-list actress and be like, you know what? I'm not losing the 15 pounds for mm-hmm. that movie. Mm-hmm. I'm fine. Mm-hmm. And uh, see how that goes. I think I'll live my life as a healthy weight for a while and see what happens. Yeah, because I really don't see this skinny, skinny, skinny actress being a thing that women in Hollywood are deciding. Mm, Something no. tells me that uh, <laughs> a different group of people are the ones behind this. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's a lot of sociological stuff. It's hard to mm-hmm. it's hard to say sociological. I'm going to get into one thing. Okay. That I do this show with my partner. So I'm just going to say this. Like, when you present mail, girls will flirt with you sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not all the time. And I was never, like, one of those, like, guys who would just hit on every frigging girl they saw. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was actually, I was super, I was always super cautious and very nervous. But I do sometimes miss that little bit of, you know, that, that you get sometimes. And I was a cute guy. So, yeah. you yeah. know, it happened occasionally. That I do kind of miss. Yeah. That's something that doesn't happen anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. that little kind of bit of validation. Not that I, see, I was always such a clueless kind of, <laughs> not quite ace, but like just kind of, I don't know. Sort of, sort of clueless. No, I was I was never like a no sell or anything. I was just right. kind of clueless. Incel. Incel. <laughs> I involuntary celibate. Google it. Don't don't give them traffic. Yeah. But I was a very like clueless guy. I was a very clueless guy. Like I had girls like me and not know that. Lucky for me. Lucky for you. Uh. So it's things like that. I was very clueless, but I I do kind of miss that that. Guy girl interaction a little bit. It's well, a little gay, different than. Do gay girls ever flirt with you? No, I don't think so. It's because we're always Unless at events still together. Clueless. Yeah, we're also <laughs> at events together. Yeah, it's a little. It's... I have seen guys flirt with Faith. Really? Because she's a charmer. Who flirted with me? I don't remember that. Harry at the sandwich place. Was Harry at the sandwich place flirting with me? Yeah. Hank, his real name. He I don't love I, I didn't realize that. He See, would go I'm on clueless. A date with you. This is me. I am super <laughs> clueless about this kind of thing. He is crazy about Faith because she's very knowledgeable about the type of food and the beer and everything. And she's very enthusiastic and positive about it. And so she asks him questions and she gets samples and stuff like that. And he just has love in his eyes when he looks at you. Okay, again. Sorry, Apparently I'm clueless (laughs) and missing out when guys flirt with me. So... You should get some free sandwiches out of this. Use it. Yeah, so obviously, okay, apparently I'm getting that flirting. (laughs) It's not from girls. It's from guys now. And I'm not paying attention enough so there's not much that i miss that i miss about being a guy there's so much i hated about being a guy the Mm. social interaction i never really felt right Mm -hmm. being in that guy group but now Um, when you hang out and we do have some some straight guy friends yeah now that does it feel okay to hang out with regular cis straight guy friends yeah i mean we we don't have that many, but yeah, and also, they tend to be kind of weird. We don't hang out with shitty people. Also. No, we're not. So I mean, I have like to... in my office when everyone, all the guys are like sports, 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 mm-hmm. sports, and mm-hmm. you know that kind of thing. And it's oh, like, yeah. obviously, I have nothing to talk to them about. Mm-hmm. But 
It's, I still like, I mean, there's plenty of guy stuff, quote unquote. And again, this gets into guys are default. Like Star Wars isn't necessarily a guy movie, but ask guys and they'll tell you it's a guy movie. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I love Star Wars. I love, I like read history and like World War II and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. Like that's kind of traditionally male. What else do I kind of have Mm. that's more traditionally male? I mean, you like conspiracies and UFOs. I don't yeah, think that's necessarily I think that's, I think that's a little male. bit more traditionally male. I guess, again, that comes down to our guys the default for all these. Because mm. all these interests have women who like it. Of course. Yeah. But yeah, I don't really miss much. I don't miss the clothes. Oh my God, I hated oh, guy clothes. Sh- you really hate it. I really hate it. I looked horrible all the time because I didn't care. She like called what them they... shoes clodhoppers. I hated guy shoes. Mm. Oh my God, I hated them. <laughs> I would buy like one pair and wear them until they like literally were falling off my feet. And mm. then I would like reluctantly go buy another oh, pair and I hated doing I have it. to go shoe shopping. Now I'm like, now I'm like, how many? Oh God, it's such a friggin' cliche, but I have, <laughs> I have more than one pair of shoes now. We'll leave she it at that. She does have more than one. So I don't really miss much. Obviously, That's things have great. changed, and there's things that, while they're negatives, like having that kind of, those unspoken rules that I have to kind of follow, mm-hmm. or I'm expected to follow, or feeling guilty about eating a big lunch or something like that, mm-hmm. is like, it's extra, like, lame stuff, mm-hmm. but it's not... It's like a couple of lame things versus all the major positives. And, mm-hmm. and like most of the guy stuff was bullshit. So I'm so glad to hear that. That's yeah. wonderful. And Nora, you wrote the question. Let us know if there's anything you think you might miss or kind of sort of miss. It would be great to hear everyone else who's listening. If you transitioned, if you're thinking about it, if you've completed it, let us know. What do you sort of look back on? Like, hmm, that was easier back then. Oh, well. Yeah. Let us know. Let us know in the comments, Facebook, Twitter. We would be happy to hear. Yeah, we'd love to hear. Thank you guys so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at The Gender Rebels. Music for The Gender Rebels is by Jasper the Colossal. Follow the link down below or download them on iTunes today. And for all our episodes, visit genderrebels.com. The Gender Rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2018. All rights reserved. And to all you gender rebels out there, keep rebelling. Bye. Bye.